It's a common thing for a coach, consultant, or entrepreneur to feel like making money conflicts with being on purpose. But while this kind of money block is common, there are plenty of successful entrepreneurs who are mission first and also run highly profitable businesses. If you're ever worried that you have to choose between being soul focused and purpose driven versus making money and thriving financially, this episode will help you pivot into beliefs and energy that will serve both of these worthy priorities. You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for rising entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and change makers who are here to achieve more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. And I'm your host, Andrew Donovan. Now, this, like I said in the introduction, is a pretty common money block that people have. They think that they have to choose between being mission and purpose-driven versus making money and being financially oriented in their business. But I want to tell you right now, this is totally not the case. Now, if you've ever felt like you've got this kind of conflicting energy running inside you in your in your system, well, you're not alone. This is, like I said, one of the most common money blocks that entrepreneurs experience. And where I think it really comes from is a lot of coaches, in fact, most coaches, most consultants are very passion-oriented. They're, they're experts about their topic, they're experts in their field or industry because they found an area, a skill set, an area of expertise that is really special to them, that's very sacred in many cases. And sometimes we think that we can't be spiritual and rich, right? You can't be revenue focused and being true to your mission, true to your message, customers first, or really focused on truly bringing value on serving the people that your business is meant to serve. But let me ask you this though, have you ever seen an entrepreneur who is thriving financially and seems pretty dedicated to their mission and their purpose? Because I have. I've totally seen those entrepreneurs. In fact, that, that's why Oprah's on my vision board holding one of my books up. Because she's literally one of my idols. And I love that she is so heart forward and also obviously very fiscally savvy. And, and her brands reflect that. So I could list off many more. But I bet that you, in your lineup of entrepreneurial icons and role models, I bet that you've got a few people who match this. They're purpose-driven, they're mission-first, and they are uber, uber financially savvy. In fact, the founder of Tom's and the founder of Kind Bars, you know those granola those granola bars that we all love? I would say both of those entrepreneurs, who are both, by the way, billionaires, they're both so mission-forward. And their mission never takes, never outweighs the, the financial needs of the business because if there's no revenue, then there's no business. But they found this way to let their purpose and their financial focus interact synergistically, harmoniously. And that's what I want you to take away from this episode. So first of all, it's a lot of high achieving entrepreneurs who tend to get caught up in this conflict because they get caught in what I like to call the weeds of possibility. The weeds of possibility means that there is so much stuff that you could focus on. In the entrepreneurial world, there are a million ways to make money. I mean, you can do Amazon, 
fulfillment by Amazon, drop shipping businesses, you can white label products, you can create digital courses, you can affiliate for people, you can do network marketing. I mean, you could go on and on and on. And there are endless ways to do each of those things that I just listed. And so there's so much possibility that a lot of entrepreneurs get, they get pretty distracted. They get scatterbrained, as I like to call it. And what happens with these weeds of possibility is you lose sight of your mission. And this is where a lot of people feel conflicted. In fact, I found myself many times being intrigued by things that I see on my Instagram feed, offers from other coaches, other business coaches, where I become aware of a way to make money, a way of doing business in the online world that I'm not doing. And then I think, oh my gosh, maybe I should be doing that. And then I quickly turn my focus from my mission to the ways that I could be making money because I don't want to miss out on anything. Can you relate to that? And that's never where I want to be making my decisions from. Not from FOMO, but but from a heart space of knowing that whatever choices I'm making in my business are totally in alignment with what my real mission and purpose is. Now, let's talk about why your purpose, why your mission matters. I like to call it your soul truth. You may have heard me use that term before. Soul truth to me means that at your core, you have a theme that you're all about. There's something most likely from your childhood, from life experiences that have been pivotal in your transformation. And that's why you are where you are as an entrepreneur. A lot of coaches have come from a history of abuse or maybe had some kind of spiritual revelation or some kind of relationship need that forced them to question things, to challenge themselves, to go on a journey of transformation. And all of that has made up their soul truth, their theme about what they are at their core as a human being and as a coach, and then their business just happens to be a vehicle to magnify that soul truth. And to me, that matters because, well, what I just described is what really sets you apart from everybody else in your field, correct? What I've just described is what allows you to broadcast a clear message and attract the kind of audience, the kind of followers and potential customers who are right for you and whom for whom you are right. And so the soul truth, that's 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 how I like to describe being purpose driven or mission first. Now, a lot of conversations that I have with entrepreneurs hinge around finding out what that theme is or what that soul truth is because people say, "Andrew, I'm passionate about so many things." So where do I start? And I actually love these conversations because usually people think that there's an issue because they're interested in too many things. But what I like to do is to find the theme between people's passions. So let me give you a few examples. I had a friend who came to me and said that he was really passionate about mental health. And he had a personal journey that took him through all kinds of breakthroughs with his mental and emotional health, including different kinds of therapy and all kinds of you know personal development stuff. He also had a passion around cooking, like he's a really, really good cook and really great at baking. And he thought that he had to choose between these two things. And I said, no, this is really easy. Your, your passion, your soul truth is emotional well-being and you want to express it through cooking. And so I said, why don't you have like a cooking show where you talk about your stories 
as you make something. So it's like lemon meringue pie and overcoming anxious feelings or like cherry cobbler and social anxiety. And while you're putting the ingredients together, you tell anecdotal stories, you tell experiences that you've had and little aha moments that you've experienced around that theme, whatever the episode is. Anyway, that was just the start of a of a really cool journey that this friend is now on where he's realized that he didn't have to choose between the two. He was really looking for the common thread between all of his main passions. And that is what I like to call the soul truth. Now, there is a really funny ex- uh, set of examples that I can show you where uh, another brand has gotten really savvy at helping people figure out, I don't know, like how to find these common threads. So you might be familiar with the platform Anchor. It's a podcasting platform owned by Spotify now. And if you look on their homepage as of the recording of this podcast episode, they are they give some examples for how to name a podcast. And really what they're doing is helping people find the common thread between multiple passions. So for example, they say here, if your passions are plants, so you've got plant passion and patience, maybe you're a coach and you really are a believer in learning the skills, the value of patience, well, you might call your podcast Late Bloomer. Plants plus patience equals Late Bloomer. So clever, right? Or another example is they said, say you're a cyclist, and a defense attorney. (laughs) Totally different things. And someone might think, well, how could I ever build a business that's themed around multiple passions that are so far apart from each other? Cycling and being a defense attorney. And they said, you would call this podcast, Stay in Your Lane. So funny. I love that. And then the third one that they give as an example is maybe you're a mom with three kids and you love candle making. So you would call your podcast burnt out. Now, that's that's an example, again, from a podcast platform that that was a little creative, pretty clever in helping people find the theme between their passions. And so what I want you to take away from this is that at your core, you've got You've got a core thing that you're about. I like to call it your one thing, your soul truth, your mission, your purpose. To me, that's all synonymous with each other. And, And all of the things that make you up, that make you unique, all the things you've been through, all the things you've overcome, all the things that you're intrigued by, interested in, that you gravitate toward, all the things that matter to you, well, all of that is stuff that makes up that common theme, that soul truth, okay? So what I like to remind people to do is to make choices about their business from positive emotional space, a positive emotional space. We could call it the upper half of the scale. If you've ever read my uh, one of the books that my company Oil Magic Book produces, you've seen that we've included in there an emotional guidance scale. And this actually was first developed by Esther and Jerry Hicks, they're authors that, that I love. And this emotional guidance scale, imagine at the bottom of it, it has shame and guilt and depression. And at the top of the emotional scale, it's got love, joy, gratitude. And then there's everything in between. So you've got anger, impatience, boredom, and then you've got contentment, hopefulness, joy, elation, knowledge, okay? So the top of the scale is love, the bottom is shame, and then all the emotions in between. And we could call the bottom half of that scale all the heavy negative stuff. And then we could call the top half of that scale all the positive good feeling stuff. So when you're making decisions for your business, like, I want to do this revenue building strategy. I also want to make sure that I'm really centered 
in my mission and purpose. I want to make sure that whatever that soul truth is that I'm all about, that I don't lose sight of that. Don't ever make decisions about that from the lower half of the scale. Because what happens is if you start making choices for your business from worry or fear or anxiousness or say even like frustration, maybe you're like, I am fed up with how things have been going and we've got to make changes. Sometimes people position that as a good moment because that's like the pivot, but that's not where you want to make important decisions from because energy always attracts like energy. So if you make a decision from worry or frustration or whatever, lower half of the scale, well, you're just tuning, you're, to, you're calibrating to those same kind of energies. But if you make decisions from the upper half of the scale, so you make decisions from hopefulness, from belief, from contentment, from gratitude, from appreciation, from excitement, from fun, well, now you're calibrating to a completely different kind of energy. You know, when I ask myself what my soul truth feels like, it feels like being profoundly on purpose. It feels like being part of something really important. It feels so interesting and engaging to me. It feels like just pure, true knowledge. It feels like appreciation. Oh, definitely feels like appreciation. And that is the kind of energetic space from which I want to make business decisions. And so just to give you some examples of what I'm talking about here, sometimes people think, well, I've got this sacred truth that's really important to me, the soul truth or this mission that I really want to be about, but I need to do something that actually makes money. So I'm going to have to go start a drop shipping business because that's what all the gurus on my Instagram feed are saying I should do. And that, do you hear what I just said? This is a conversation that a lot of people have. You can swap out the details to something that's more relevant to your specifics, but the gist of the conversation is pretty mainstream. And what's flawed about this conversation that we're describing here is that it's totally making a decision from the lower half of the scale. I've got something that's important to me, that I care about, that matters to me, but and I'm going to argue for my limitations, I don't know if people would pay for that or if there's a niche for that or if anybody has written books about how to monetize that or if anybody even cares about that. Therefore, from this space of doubt or worry or fear, I'm going to make a different decision. And so I'm going to go find a different way to make money or a different way to be an entrepreneur. And do you see, this is the space that you never want to be because, well, if you're listening to my podcast, I know that you're purpose-driven because nobody follows me who isn't that. I don't attract the kind of people who just put together dropshipping businesses because it's quick and easy money or who just join a quick network marketing company because they think, that's easy, I'll just become rich really fast. I always attract the kind of entrepreneur who is very mission purpose first. And because of that, I know that you listening to this episode care about this. And so you're asking that question. You're always wanting to make sure that you can build revenue, be have revenue goals, be metrics focused while also being on purpose. And so my invitation to you as we wrap up this episode is to remember that it's never either. It's never one or the other. You can choose both. And really, you must choose both. You must choose to make money, to be financially prosperous, because with no revenue, there's no business. You just have a service project, okay? If you want to have a business that can scale and reach more people and bring more value to more people, there must be revenue. Even if you're a nonprofit, this is true. And you must choose to be on purpose and to be true to that soul 
focus, that, that soul-centered, that soul truth. You've got to choose to be true to that because without that, you start to feel like you're lying to yourself. You start to feel like you're not being authentic to your audience. You start to feel like you're trying to be somebody that you're not, trying to be somebody else. And that's when you start to get really frustrated when business starts to feel like really hard work instead of something that just yanks you out of bed because you're so excited to jump into business and follow your purpose, follow your truth, follow your passions. All right, my friend. So moral of the story is, do you have to choose between being purpose-driven, between being dedicated to your soul truth and making money? Absolutely not. Choose both. Now, if you found something valuable in this episode, this was short and sweet to the point, I would love for you to scroll down in Apple Podcasts to spend a few seconds leaving a quick review. Just share a note about what was meaningful or insightful to you and leave a five-star review. And also hit that share button and share it with anybody who would benefit from this message. Friends, colleagues, other entrepreneurs that you powwow with, those reviews and the shares are what really allow us to keep this content going and to produce more content like this for you and others in the future. Thanks so much for joining me and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.